You are listening to Empower Me with Aries. Welcome to Empower Me with Airy Podcast. This is Queen Airy. I am super excited that you guys decided to join us. We have a, we're going to have a phenomenal show today. I know we are. We have a very special guest on the show. We're going to be talking about dreams do come true. Listen, you have to understand that your journey can lead you to the manifestation of your dream. We all desire to make an impact, but are we really willing to go through the process to get there? You know, if we stay consistent, we can see desired results. Regardless of what we face on our path of purpose, we cannot stop. We have to keep moving forward. Your footprint is needed. Today, we're gonna be talking about, or talking with an amazing man who pressed through the process to make his mark in the music industry, you guys. We have Capital Music Group's Promotions VP with us today. Let's get it answered. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Please introduce yourself. Tell us where are you from? Uh, my name is Niles Goodwin. Uh, I work for Capitol Records in uh, New York, New York. All right now, sir. Yes. So let's talk about your journey. Um, let's go back to Minneapolis. Of course, you know, I have some insight or whatever to, to know who you are, but I know the people are going to be so encouraged by your process. So let's go back to Minneapolis. Looking back then, how did your past in Minneapolis prepare you for what you are doing right now? Well, my past is what kind of set me up where I am right now. Uh, came from came from New York and for high school and uh, Minneapolis was a reality check. <laughs> You know, these coats is a little different. So, um, typical New York stuff. We go in and we get what we want when when we go somewhere. So, I found a a gentleman by the name of Brother Jules who ran a record store, um, and uh, I told him I want a job. And he mm. said he pay me, but he'll pay for my cell phone, and I was cool with that. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, but he got me my start. He let, he taught me how to DJ. Uh, he put me on KMOJ. Mm. He had me running around the city um, doing like street and club promotion for all the big record labels. Love it. That was kind of my introduction. The stepping stones, I should say, to where I am now. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Um, because I know anybody that knows Minneapolis, they know Cam OJ. They know the People Station. They know all about Brother Jules and stuff. And a lot of people are not afforded that opportunity. So you are extremely blessed to be able to come and make your mark at such a young age that puts you on a path, this path, so that you have so much influence today. So it's absolutely amazing. So we're going to get more into that a little bit later. But let me ask you, did you see yourself at this place back then? Like, could you see this coming? Well, where I am now? Yeah. Nah, I actually, I wanted to be on the radio. Um, Everybody knows this this DJ's name, Funkmaster Flex. I wanted to be Funkmaster Flex Jr. Oh, love it. (laughs) I wanted to be like him. Um, That was my goal when I was in in, uh, middle school, just to Um. learn how to DJ and just be like Funkmaster Flex. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's, you know, it is, it's so much easier when you have like a vision as to where you want to go, even if things kind of switch on your path. But it, as long as you have like some type of goal as to a mark you're trying to press to, I think it's easier and it can help you not, not lose momentum until you get to where you really desire to be. And so let's talk about the most challenging part of your journey. What has that been? Um... The most challenging part was probably when I was uh, in college, um, wasn't making a ton of money, really, you know, I was an intern, worked for free. I don't think they had labor laws yet. So, <laughs> wow. You know, we, just, we would just work. <clears throat> um, the assistant would order me the food because I have no money. I would. Oh. I would snatch people's metro cars so I could get home. Oh my goodness, nice. I lived in Jamaica, Queens, so I mean, a cab from the city to, you know, to Queens is like, you know, $60. I couldn't Whoa. Yeah. Um, that was the hardest time, you know, getting paid chunk change, but mm. I worked through it, met, met a bunch of great people who were also broke in the industry, trying to come <laughs> up. Um, and yeah, so now right. you know, I fought through that and make a little bit more money at a time at a time. It, it, it took a while. It definitely took a, a good 15 years. Okay. See, I want a lot of people to literally hear what you just said. It took a while. You made a little more by a little more by a little more. It was a process. So many times today we look up and we see people that kind of seem like they just appeared and they're like, oh, I want to be like this person and we want microwave success, but they don't know the background story. And it's so imperative to not rush your process because you may not be prepared. You know what I mean? Um, Niles back then, 15 years ago, may not have been prepared for what he's doing right now. And so I think we kind of need to have that open dialogue more as to you know, encouraging people to be okay and be patient on their process, understanding like they're getting, um, you know, they're getting something, they're gaining knowledge here, you know, so that they can implement wisdom on how to be a better DJ or whatever it is, or how to gain more insight on the music industry that will eventually help them to become the best versions of themselves. So I, I appreciate you being honest about that um, because some people, you know, some people fake the funk. <laughs> they just show like, you know, waving money, I got this, I got the cars. And they don't, they're, they're selfish. They won't really tell people about the process. So I love how authentic you were with that. And so um, talking about knowledge, you know, having the knowledge that you have right now or the wisdom that you have right now, would you change anything regarding back then? Would you do anything differently? And if so, what? It's, it's hard. It's, I don't really think so because everything I went through prepared me for mm. today. So it's like, you know, not, you know, just just being uh, amazed to even be on the radio, even though mm. I wasn't, it's not like I was getting paid, but, you know, Jules let me borrow his car to drive down to the radio <laughs> station. So, you know, um, and then he would take me in the clubs and DJ and college parties at Augsburg. Yeah, Augsburg. <laughs> yes. But, you know, at the same time, he would 
he taught me how to hook up sound. So when we went mm. to the party, we also brought the speakers and the amps and I'm pushing speakers that weighed more than I weighed, but you know, I learned how <laughs> to hook up audio mm. in the process of DJing with him. So I learned so much. Yeah. You just can't learn from a book. Yeah, absolutely invaluable. So speaking of that, we'll kind of um, jump this way. So who was, and I know you talk about Brother Jules a lot. Um, I know you had an absolutely amazing impact on your life. Who was the most instrumental on your journey? Was it other, was it family, um, you know, other friends? How did, how did your, your circle or your support system look during that time and how important is it to have mentors to get to where you're going? Which time are we talking? So, so um, back in so back in Minneapolis on the process, and I and I guess from Minneapolis to um, when you went to college, who was most instrumental on your journey to get you back to you know to to New York and to get you to where you are today? I mean, as, as soon as I graduated from school from high school. I left the next day. So, <laughs> Wait. Back to New York, got out of there, went to DC a couple hours after I got home. But I do have to shout out this guy named uh, DJ Wade O. He mm. is now, uh, he DJs Christian music in, in Newark, New Jersey. Wow. But he was the DJ who ran Howard when I went. And, wow. you know, just me being aggressive, I went up to him and I'm like, same thing I do with Jules. And I was like, yo, man, like, I need to get down. I need a piece of this. Mm. He was a senior and he was like, he took me under his wing and, you know, showed me the ropes my first year. And he's like, I'm out. The school's yours. And then, you know, and the school was mine. And that's where um, I started meeting like college label reps. Um, and so I made a, a rep named Kathy. I forgot her last name. <laughs> but um, Kathy uh, hooked me up with an internship at Def Jam at the end of my freshman year. Mm. And I interned there for four years. Um, never took a spring break. Wow. Uh, always, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, besides the summer, because um, that's when the main internship was. But, Every chance I got, I would go. I would go work at Def Jam uh, with this guy named Sam Crespo. Help mm. me start, start my career. Yes, the grind was real. <laughs> you said you never um, took a break in school, and then in turn, it like I can't stop because I know I want to get some. That's that's absolutely dope. That's that's encouraging. I know people listening to this, they're gonna really be encouraged by this. And so, um, and this kind of you know kind of goes with the other question we can talk about how important it is for somebody to have a mentor for somebody to have the mindset that it's okay to not be able to do everything by yourself you know it's okay to um be able to look to somebody to get some answers you know and because i, I know a lot of times uh, people want to they kind of have egos and they kind of want to say i may i'm self-made like i did this myself but in reality, we need people to really get to where, you know, where God has created us to be, where we're going in life. So how important is it to have mentors? Uh, mentors, I think, is everything. Um, mm. my, my mentor gave me my first um, corporate, like I became official employee because after school, I still worked for like 
thousand dollars a month. Wow. It's like a year, year and a half. Um, mm. And a guy named Azim Rashid, you know, he's like, you know, I'll take a chance on you and Love it. give me a job doing tours and uh, DJ radio promotion. So basically, I was, you know, I'd be going all the time, but uh, he, he, I, I still use everything he taught me when he hired me. I still use wow. to this day. I, you know, he would, uh, I remember he kicked me out of the office. <laughs> you know, he said, why am I still here? Wow. And then I remember the, the biggest thing that stuck with me to this day, uh, mm. if you follow me on Instagram, you'll, you'll see. Only fly the first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. You, <laughs> you can't fly because you're gonna miss you're gonna miss something. Wow. But to wow. this day, I only fly at six a.m. Five <laughs> is the earliest thing. Yeah. Last thing. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know every every pretty much everything. And I still when I'm in a predicament or question or I don't know what to do. Yeah. I still call it. That's so dope. Seriously, that's so dope. You know, because somebody would technically get to a position that they desire and be like, I've arrived, I'm good. But for you to be like humble to say, there's some, there's still some things I need to learn and to be okay with reaching out to gain more insight to say, hey, can you show me this? It's absolutely dope. And it, it helps us to be okay with continually learning. Because like I said, in this life, we're always, um, at opportunities where we can grow to be the best versions of ourselves in whatever capacity it is, music, fashion, whatever it is. So that's really dope. I love that. I love that. So what type of impact, like being in the industry and position that you're currently in, what type of impact would you like to make on the music industry or in the music industry? Well, my, my goal right now is, uh, to is to run like a whole department mm. but, but like a promo department but the catch with that is you have to do every format so it's like I can't just do rap music and I can't just do like uh, you know uh, R&B like mm. I would have to learn rock I'd have to learn top 40 I'd have to learn triple A mm. um, obviously it's now I deal with rap music, R&B music, top 40 music or pop music, mm-hmm. dance music, which I actually run the whole department by myself. Wow. So, um, I'm, but I'm still learning. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's what I'm trying, I'm trying to be, you know, you don't see too many black people running an entire promo department with, Listen. with top 40 and rock music and triple a and yeah yeah and all the genres so right right that's a listen sir king that is a that's a total game changer to be a black man and with that level of influence in an organization like that listen you you literally at at the level you're at you you, you can change so many lives you can because what you do people are watching you know you're an example you, you know, some people are, um, you're somebody else's dream. And so they're watching you. And, and this kind of goes to the next question. So with this level of influence that you have, 
Um, and you know how the music industry, it really affects society. You know, it, it from what people do, from what they wear, you know, the videos and stuff that we see on on TV. Do you believe that you the music industry today is making a healthy impact? Do you think the industry, you know, can switch some things up? And if so, like, what do you think we need to do so that we're sending the healthiest messages across? You know what I mean? To like, to, to the consumers? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, things could definitely change. Some things could be more uh, uh, explained or a wider vision of what it actually is, you know, maybe artists with tons of jewelry. Um, you know, it's not like they get that overnight and you know, some people pay for that continuously. You know, uh, a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, so people, I wish people could see, you know, the breakdown of an artist's life, you know. Uh, spend a lot of money on their friends. Wow. But I mean, it's, you know, it's it's, it's like I, I always give credit to Lil Baby, because um. I started with him, and he has the same set of crew around him. I remember one day he, you know, he bought everybody chains, bought everybody clothes, everybody went out. Wow. Um, he takes care. He takes care of his, you know, his whole crew. Uh-huh. But you don't really see that, you know. Um, right. But like stuff like that, um, you know, and. You know, make make the industry open to people who, you know, it's like you got to be to get an internship now. You have to be a college graduate. Uh, no, no, uh-huh. I go back. to get an internship, you have to be in college. Uh-huh. And so somehow, you know, it's, it's hard for somebody who might have a record, not not like a not like a musical record, like. Uh, Felony records. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that. I, love I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Get into the industry. That's good. Of, you know, probably not going to be in college. I can't say probably not, but um, you know, it's tough for them to get in college. So I give an alternate lane because, I mean, I think some of the smartest people are hustlers. They don't got to be drug dealers, but people just, you know, who know how to hustle and who know how to get a job done um, two or three different ways versus one. Right. Um, they I can agree. Very, they can be very, uh, very good for the music industry because it opens a lot of eyes. Yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of things to be done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, you, I'm just throwing this out there. You, That would be dope for you to start something like that, to start a program to help people that their records may not be perfect, but to afford them the opportunity because you're absolutely right. If somebody has a felony, um, if somebody has certain scars on their record, they're not getting financial aid. So how are they gonna go to school? So it's, it's preventing them from going. So you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people out there that got, just got caught up in certain things, you know, and everybody deserves another chance. And I think that would be, listen, sir, that would be absolutely amazing for you to think about that. I'm telling you, you I think I think you own something. I'm just saying, when you said that, I was like, huh, I've never seen that, seriously. So look, you may have a little, 
you know, work to do behind the scenes, but I love that. I love that idea. And that may be something that could literally blow, I mean, I'm telling you, blow the music industry to a just a whole nother place because it's, it's really helping people be all that they can be regardless of their past. And so I think, like I said, everybody deserves a second chance. And so, yes, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. And it could be on TV too. I would love to see more, you know what I mean? Like you was talking about um, artists and stuff, but I would love to see more TV shows that are real authentic, that they can see how people are literally taking care of whole crews and families and stuff. And like you said, you don't get, a person's not getting 15 chains overnight. This is a process. You're starting with one, you know, and working your way up and you have all these other expenses and stuff that you have to take care of. So it's not always beauty and glam. And so the behind the scenes, I think definitely there needs to be more ex uh, exposure in regards to that. So a TV show regarding that would be absolutely dope, seriously. And so if you could send one message to the music world, what would it be? Or being in the music world, what would you, what would one message would it would be? Unity or, you know, be authentic. What would, what would it be? Um, I guess so. <laughs> to the industry or to the world, which one? So if you could send one, one message to the music world, what would it be and why? Oh, um, if you're an aspiring musician or artist, mm -hmm. um, definitely do it because now you have a lot more opportunities for you, for your music to get heard. Mm. Via all the social platforms, as you know, 20 years ago, it was just a person like me pushing people on the radio and in the clubs to mm. start a record, and you know, it was, it was a lot harder. So mm -hmm. that's why you see so many more musicians, musicians and uh, artists popping up because it's easier. So use that to your advantage, and because you can, you can definitely make money. That's good. That's good. So the time is now. <laughs> time is now. No excuses. More opportunities. More open doors. I love it. And so um, you talked about wanting to run the department, the whole department. I was going to say, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Is that the same goal or is there something else you want to do within the next five years? Five years, um, I definitely, yeah. I, it'll, it'll take me another five years for sure <laughs> to possibly be running a, a whole promotion music promotions department it's not it's not overnight okay. I may be a VP now but I, you know the to get those higher stripes takes even longer mm. because it's more responsibility so yeah you gotta be prepared yeah yeah a lot, a lot comes with that love it Okay, so let's just um, jump right into this. So with everything that's going on today, you know, in the world, um, and then especially also with the process that you've gone through getting to where you are, how important is it to maintain a healthy mental status or state? Um, it's very important because dealing with artists can be very stressful. Mm. Um, <laughs> You know, sometimes that you may not want to do stuff that we were supposed to do, uh, you, you know, or, you know, things don't always go as planned. Sometimes, mm. you know, 
might be vice versa. The interview you set up, they might cancel on them. And then, you know, you have to be able to react, but not stress yourself out, not mm. overwhelm yourself because, the, you know, at the end of the day, the, the person, the, the label rep taking the artist around is still the boss of like the whole situation. Okay. You know, the artist, granted, however big they are, they're still looking at you to direct them because mm. that's what the job is. So that's good. You gotta, you gotta maintain mental health and just in general. Yeah, yeah. And our job, and uh, I mean, they give us free, um, you know, counseling therapy sessions and stuff. Yeah, that's dope. Free, you know. I mean, we go through a lot of stuff. So yeah, that's dope. And see, like I'm saying, like we don't hear this. You know what I mean? And I think there needs to be more exposure in in regards to this because um, I've talked to somebody else about uh, how important I believe it is to have um, therapy sessions for athletes and stuff, you know, especially like football players, because so much aggression is on the field and learning how to have. You got to remember, it's not the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> right. Some people don't even want to, you know, they'll think it's uncool. Mm -hmm. I mean, you gotta tell anybody. Anything. That's so funny. <laughs> so you don't have to tell anybody. And see, and you know what? See, that was that was so me with uh with kind of being afraid to get help at first because of my my background story of going through some abuse when I was younger. And um the only way I was able to get out of that was of course with prayer, but with therapy as well. So I had to couple it together. And I think I agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of people look and be like, it's not cool. Like, you know, if I go there, you know, people looking like you have a mental issue, but the truth is we have to maintain a healthy mental status. Cause like you said, literally you have to, when you have a healthy uh, mental status and you're in situations where the artists are not listening, you can keep in mind, I have a level of control. Like I'm the one they're looking up to. So I have to just be at peace and do my part and just keep moving forward. But if somebody's mental state is off, they'll get ran over all day. It's, you know, some things will never get done. And, and the higher ups are looking like what's going on. And so I love how you said they give, um, therapy sessions to staff and stuff and, and artists oh gosh this is this is exciting it really is to hear you say that and i gotta also well, and um i also got a shout out um i'm so mad tunde it's uh i forgot the name of the label they they um lvrn okay the label um they actually have their own therapist in the house Love it, yes. That's Tunde and them. They have the artists like Black and uh, and uh, wow. You know. No, that's dope. That's absolutely dope to have somebody that's accessible right there. Because when situations happen, of course, with, um, you know, an unfortunate uh, police brutality and all that stuff, and especially being a person, a Black person, you could feel that. And being a Black man, you know, when you have to go out with the artists and stuff, and what if, you know, somebody got pulled over and a situation happened? Like, that can go through your head. So having somebody accessible there is everything, I think. I think that's absolutely perfect. So um, for more people to promote that, I think they really need to do that. So what do you do 
to stay balanced. You know, we talked about having a healthy mental state and you talked about learning not to stress so much over pretty much what you have to do. Do what you can and keep it moving. But what do you do to maintain a healthy uh, balance? Uh, I put my phone down. Love it. That's cool. That's a good one. At least I try to. Depends, yeah. Depends on what's going on. But, but uh, come home, cook a lot. Look at you. We eat out every day. And it's just, oh, yeah. So, um, that, um, I DJ when I can. Mm. Um, yeah, but I just have a, I have a regular life outside of outside of work kind of with the whole that's so good a crew of people that don't even have anything to do with my job so. mm, that is so good seriously to hear that it is it really is because that will keep you going it will keep you you know what I mean rejuvenated I lo- absolutely love that especially the phone thing with everything being accessible on your phone social media of course not just people texting and calling but social media all these apps you can get so distracted and and you don't have that balance the healthy balance that you need but like forcing yourself to kind of have a healthy uh regimen so that you can remain productive because if you're burnt out you know and if you're not in a good healthy state and you don't have balance you can't really produce and get to get that promotion that you talked about you really can't perform the way that you should and so would you like to share anything else today while we are talking about this discussion and wrapping up or are you good sir <laughs> um i mean just you know if anybody wants to be in the music industry uh obviously la and new york are the best places to be mm. but um don't let that discourage you there's a i was talking to a girl earlier who's somewhere from the midwest and you know she's not making a ton of money but she's here in new york and She's making ends meet, but she knows it'll be worth it in the long run. So she's struggling a little bit, but she'll be all right. She's going to be all right. Oh, that's so dope. That's dope. And so how can people stay connected to you? Is it through social media? If it it is, can you give out your social media handles? Do you have a website? I know people are going to have questions. Don't be surprised. Um, Social media is just Niles, G-N-I-L-E-S-G on Twitter, um, on Instagram, and then Facebook is just, now it's good one, but I'm not that good at Facebook. I don't want to pay attention. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hit, me on, hit me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I try and go through the, the unknown DMs at least, you know, every other day. If not right. Day. Right, because it's like a whole nother bucket. They'll send your stuff to a whole nother bucket. I know. I'm not going to lie. I've seen stuff like a month later, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Whole nother bucket, but love it, love it, love it. So I really, really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Definitely would love to have you back. We can talk about something else, but um, I love uh, I love how you didn't give up. I love, like, even though your start may have been in Minneapolis, and that may not, Minneapolis is a, you know, has a, a a strong musical history, but it's not LA, it's not New York. You know what I mean? Even though- Although I did get to meet Prince. Yes, listen, <laughs> love it. But I love that. I love how you, 
you didn't give up and how you you had um, your goal and you were focused and look where you are today. So I, I really just encourage people, like you said, um, just be okay with your process. You may not be making a lot of money right now, but if you know this is something that you're supposed to be doing, do not give up. I, I'm, I'm a strong believer in making a, your footprint, making your print on this earth, because true indeed, we are all called to do something in life. And I will tell you guys, when you tap into what God has created you to do, that is when you're going to be the most successful in this life. It really is. And that's when you're going to be the most fulfilled. I'm a living witness. And so um, I really appreciate you, sir, coming on here, coming on the show. Um, I look forward to hearing you say, guess what? I got that promotion. <laughs> I'm running this whole thing. I love it. Seriously, I commend you. I commend you as a black man. I commend you as a king, as really like making an impact. You are. And, and sometimes we don't understand what type of impact we're making just by saying yes to a certain position. Like, so with, when people are looking at you, they're getting hope. They're like, if this black man can do it now, you know, this black man can do this. I know that I can do this. So I know that's uh, really encouraging for the black community, all communities, but really for the black community, because we definitely need to see that during this time to understand like, we, we have power, we have authority, like we can do whatever we put our mind to. So really appreciate you, Niles. Cool. All right, guys. And so thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you can always go on and support uh, my products. You can get, I have two books out right now, working on the third one. Loud Secret is on Amazon. This is going to bless your life. It talks about my testimony. If you guys ever feel stuck about something you're going through in the past, grab that book because it will give you insight on how you can keep moving forward. The things we go through in life, you know, they, um, they, don't necessarily allow that to shut down pretty much your future. You have to learn how to use your past um, pretty much as, as a testimony and momentum to push you forward to what God wants you to, to go for and to be. And then I have Singles, Let's Deliberate. This is a book to help you all on dating or how to prepare yourself for the right one. All right, you guys, to be the best version of yourself. And then grab my products. We have um, the royalty line, kings and queens, queens get kings. This is talking about identity. This is talking about who you are, embracing who God created you to be so that you can literally walk in your purpose. You guys stay connected. You subscribe to all of the, um, subscribe on, to the podcast on all of the platforms. And as I love, and I love to say, and to end the show, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love y'all. Empower me with Aerie.